Welcome to the Wasted Youths Podcast. Today, Mike and I talk about all things MMO in a totally cohesive, non-rambling manner with zero disagreements. Oh, and I don't ramble about Guild Wars. So grab a drink, sit back, and listen to how MMOs are the best games around. Welcome to the Wasted Youths, everyone. Hope you're doing well tonight. Uh, tonight, it's just Shotgun and myself again. Uh, and we're going to have a debate of sorts <laughs> over whether MMOs are good or yes. not. MMOs, for those of you who don't know, mean... Uh, frick, I was going to make up something stupid. Um... Massive mothers overrated. Oh, I thought you were gonna go the ovaries route. <laughs> I'm glad you went overrated. It's gonna be concerned. No, no. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Oh shotgun. yes, because you know how. Just oh my gosh, ovaries just. Mm. No. MMOs are M- MMO. In all sincerity, MMOs are um, massive multiplayer online games. Pretty much. Uh they they're uh, a genre of video games technically i don't even know if genre is the right word for them but um when people talk about mmos they're really usually talking about a specific genre of mmos and that's what we're going to be discussing today yes um so you know your you know your your world of warcraft so your your gears of war your stuff like that a Gears of War. Gears of War is not one. I don't mm, think. I never played Gears I of War. I wouldn't... It's probably tagged as that, just, I mean, because of the style of it, but I wouldn't classify as, like, a classic yeah. MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking We're talking about the classics here. Think World of Warcraft and everything like World of Warcraft, okay. Uh, the Jedi... Uh, old republic game star wars old republic yeah. game um but like the the <laughs> i was going to clarify by saying the mmo version not the not the single player version which was a bop <laughs> anyway my position is that mmos are objectively bad and if you like them you're you're probably like best friends with satan or oh, something God. like that and uh, shotgun's position is that they are the second coming. Of first. <laughs> I don't know about that. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight about that. Um, and we hope that you're potentially entertained by that. Uh, this started because earlier this week, shotgun was like, "Hey, what if we talked about MMOs?" And I was like, "I absolutely detest MMOs. Let's do it." <laughs> um. So yeah, so we kind of in the when we were discussing the structure, we kind of agreed on um it's a completely informal debate. Uh you know, and there'll be typical if if debates aren't your thing, don't worry, there'll be tip your uh typical wasted youths jesting in all of these oh, yeah. sections. I'll just just be about, you know, 20 to 40% more me telling Dominic he's wrong. <laughs> um 
but basically we divided this up into six subjects. We each picked three kinds of subjects that we want to talk about, and we're going to alternate uh, on those subjects. If you hear any noise in the background, such as what yep. you might have just heard, uh, I have a cat in my uh, in my trailer right now, and uh, he might actually be wanting to leave. We'll see. <laughs> but if you hear any noise in the background, or in my lap, or wherever, that might be him. Yep. Uh, so, so just just don't mind that. He's he's he's. You know what? I'm gonna name this. I'm gonna uh. name this cat. You know what, what I'm gonna name, name this cat? I'm gonna name this this cat is named Sebastian. <laughs> this is this is this is this is Sebastian oh, the cat. No. I know I know my brother has another name for him that, that my family calls him because he just chills around the house. He's not technically ours, but um yeah. I'm gonna call him Sebastian. He's Sebastian. He's Sebastian now. now. Cactus Cactus Boy has been demoted. This is a, this is our new podcast oh, no. toast. Oh no. <laughs> we got a new Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> J J K. You can't. You can't replace. You can't replace OG Sebastian. No. It's just no. impossible. Uh, um. That being said, we'll still start off the same way. Uh, shotgun. What are you drinking tonight? Well, to uh, kind of preface this earlier today, I tried my first cigar, which was pretty awesome, low key. Um. I it? I loved it. It was a like a lighter tobacco cigar. It was uh-huh. a I don't remember the exact brand. I took a picture of it. Let's see if it came out all right because it was out in the mm-hmm. sun. Uh, Fucking as soon as we decide to start recording the actual episode, Sebastian decides to. Get <laughs> uh, of course, typical Sebastian. I'm telling you. <laughs> you you know you write this cat be interrupting me. <laughs> oh, well, this uh this cigar was a La Galera or La Galera. It's kind of blurry. Connecticut, uh, nineteen thirty six cigar, and it was pretty good. And gotcha. per the usual like uh, stereotype, I poured myself a a finger's width of whiskey. And I uh-huh. didn't finish it because I poured my buddy. Uh, it was leaving tomorrow, sadly. I poured him a small glass, but he didn't finish it. So I'm finishing that. Uh, it's the uh, Dread River Whiskey, the uh, Alabama local whiskey. That's fire. And then... Alabama yeah, whiskey. Yeah, and then I also... Uh, you're going to yell at me. I've got some silver Patron tequila. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Lock up your women. Your children are fine. Yes. Shotgun's no. not into that. But lock up your women. <laughs> I'm Mister Steal Your Girl now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I've been on. I've been. Oh, for those of you who don't oh, no. know, it was Shotgun's birthday. Like recently like sometime before we recorded yes. this episode we're not doxing him we're not gonna tell you exactly when his birthday was but uh if, if you uh, can do the math we... it was yesterday so good luck yeah yeah it's also a national holiday okay now um, you just ruined it but anyway <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, our audience, probably our audience doesn't even know what national holiday it is. I know our demographics. True, you make a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know I, I got one friend sitting sitting at home like, demographics, what is he talking about? Was it Kwanzaa oh recently or something? Fucking <laughs> no. Um, anyway. <laughs> so you got some tequila. All right. Oh, Good yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was drink. We so we were playing a oh, drinking no. game, and he was he was drinking fucking tequila, and he he turned into the, like the uh the the horniest bastard. Oh, whatever. In end game. I'm oh, I'm. <laughs> yeah, you know how Halo gets me going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, as a result of that, I'm also out of Uwai Mars whiskey. So uh. Goodbye to that. Is that a uh, blessing? Fucking shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would never guess. <laughs> it's, it's just fucking the the this saga the the six episode wasted youth saga of the Awai whiskey is over, <laughs> <laughs> and it concluded off screen oh. during a drinking game. <laughs> I had to get up the next morning and teach a martial arts class. I hope yeah. you're happy. Yeah, <laughs> how did go, by the way? Uh, it went pretty well. By the time I actually got to where I was, you know, I was done with my class and I was actually, you know, helping with the instructing, I was I was completely fine. Also, I don't get really bad hangovers. Uh, so, oh, fuck you, Sebastian. <laughs> you scared me. So, you know, it wasn't that bad. I oh my goodness actually so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send a picture to the Discord right now so uh people who are patrons will will see this picture pop up uh this is this is what it looked like Sebastian what the fuck are you that, doing I went to go take uh uh use the restroom after I got done uh gaming with you guys and this is this is what it looked like outside oh, no. um. Well, let me get back to here. Nope, not there. This is what it looked like when I stepped out of my camper. Is it in the regulars or like the? Yeah, it's in the oh, general, general chat. chat. Okay. Just, just so everyone can see it. And I was like, "Fuck, is that the sun?" Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway uh let me check my levels real quick see how much sebastian's coming up on the camera because he's there or the microphone because he's purring <sighs> all right not not that bad um anyway yeah so uh that was that so because that because i'm out of the awaya mars whiskey I was like, hey, you know what would be fun? Get another Japanese liquor. <laughs> so so here's here's what I got. I gave I gave I gave shotgun a hint last time and there was there's another hint mm -hmm. that he's got. Can you guess what I have this week? <laughs> uh I don't know a ton of Japanese brands, so I mean, is it whiskey or is it vodka or it's sake. It just says liquor on it. Okay, it if it's Japanese it. and it just says liquor, it's a, it's a sake most likely. No, it's, it's not, not a sake. sake. I've tried mm. it. Yep. Okay. 
I would so I would I would even actually and I discussed this in the pre-show. Another reason to subscribe to our Patreon um, is uh, I would oh fuck you Sebastian stop playing with my cords. Um, <laughs> this is I would almost describe this as actually more of something that you should mix in with something else than drink by itself. Gotcha. Um, but yes, this is so. What I got actually tonight is uh. Midori melon oh, liquor. Okay. Inf- infused with Japanese melons. Oh. And I gotta tell you Mom? it it's it's freaking sweet as uh I'd, something that's really sweet. Swedish Swedish people. It's sweet as Swedish people. <laughs> um so uh yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how to drink it. Sebastian, <laughs> stop it. Wow, it's I'm gonna almost, kick you. Ah, no, don't al- bite! Don't bite oh. me! It's almost like Cactus <laughs> Boy is here right now. Oh my! <laughs> I swear, I started calling him Sebastian. He's just like, you know what? I'm gonna be <laughs> Sebastian now. <laughs> and uh, he pro he pro- this cat probably listens to our podcast. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna play the part well. Ten out of ten. <laughs> He's going to get really mad as soon as the Oive counter starts going up. you <laughs> uh, <laughs> be like, I want out! What is this noise? But, uh... Uh, yep. Yep. Um, well, what is yeah, what is it, your rant? Instead of news, we're replacing it with a rant. Oh, tonight. yeah, yes. Yeah, so, uh, it's I, did, I didn't say a rant. I said tangent. tangent. I apologize. Bad grammar, yeah. Dom. So it's... it's so the tangent is uh is about uh the recent Bo Burnham special that mm-hmm. came out. Uh it's called Inside. And it's basically the perfect capstone to end the uh twenty twenty plague with. Um basically the premise of the show the, the special is uh or at least as outlined in yeah. the special, you know uh Bo Burnham kind of he was he was a pretty pop, very popular comedian when I was in high school and right after I graduated mm-hmm. from high school uh however he kind of he kind of stopped shortly after I got out of high school doing live live shows uh and the reason he gives in this special that I hadn't heard before is because he was actually having panic attacks oh. on stage um hmm. yeah so um so yeah he he finally at the end of 2019 beginning of 2020 he's like you know what i feel like i'm ready to do another special <laughs> and then of course you know something happened and uh live events weren't as common anymore <laughs> and so uh he uh he's like you know what? I'm just gonna spend this 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 uh entire year making a special completely on mm. video, and so he did that, and it feels super yeah. different. Uh, comedians, stand up comedians, Bo Burnham in particular, hits really differently when he doesn't have a live yeah. audience. Like like this this special, along with being a pretty good comedy also feels you with fills you with existential dread at some points. Hmm. Also, 
notable, notable fact about this show or this special. This man single-handedly uh, stole Jeff Bezos's nickname. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I was talking about this with my, I was talking about this with my sister today. So, so Bo Burnham is a popular enough. He has enough uh, sway in, hmm. uh, like cultural sway that he if he does something, people know about it. And so you know, Jeff Bezos, okay, goes has been going the the CEO of Amazon has been going by Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. forever. All right, you know, but Bo Burnham here comes out with uh two not one but two songs oh, no. on this on this and this special. Yeah, he's a he's a musical comedian for those who don't know where. He, he, they're called Bezos Part 1 and Bezos Part 2, where he calls him, like, he calls him Jeffrey Bezos oh throughout the whole oh song. <laughs> and now everyone I talk to no longer refers to him as Jeff Bezos now. He is straight up Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos, oh. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos has been unnicknamed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he, you know, he was this super personable guy before. You know, he was Jeff. No, now he's Jeffrey Bezos, uh, the CEO of Amazon. <laughs> oh. oh boy! So I'm like, oh, that's that's freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess this is just kind of, I mean, me gushing about that fact, and then the fact that, um, you know, this is a really good comedy, and you guys should watch it. Um, you know, it's, it's really good. Like I said, it kind of, it helps you. Oh, you want to go outside? Yes. I sense the Oyve counter going up. Dear Lord, you peaked your mic so hard. That was the wrong side of it. (laughs) That was, yeah, I used, I used the high pitch end of it. Oy value counter going up by one. I'm keeping track of that. In the chat. Yes, we are. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, yeah. So, um. So yeah, good, good show. Good uh, special. You guys should watch it. It really is helpful for um. You know, processing kind of everything that happened in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh. He hits on that, and kind of, it's also kind of. I wouldn't recommend it if you're not familiar with anything else by Bo Burnham. Um, because, I mean, I would, but, like, you know, part of the real art of the special is that he deconstructs his own comedy routines. And by doing so, he kind of, it kind of serves as a philosophical deconstruction of comedy in general. And forces you to, you know, ask the question, what's the actual purpose of comedy in uh, the modern day setting? Where, kind of as he puts it, the ki- the thesis in the beginning is that, you know, there's nothing really funny going on mm-hmm. right now. Like, you know, in past years, something horrible would happen and you could make yeah. fun of it. You could make jokes about it. 
And now it feels like everything horrible that's happening. It's just like there's no way to actually make it funny anymore. Uh, there's still humor, but it's like ironic humor. Like it's funny because yeah. it's sad. But it, because the edgy humor is cancel cultured now. So, well, a lot of uh, it, kind of. That's not. That's that's not even what it is necessarily. It's not even. It's not even any. It's it's not even any like sociological factors that he gets into. It's more like, literally, just like making jokes about the COVID nineteen pandemic hmm. isn't yeah, funny, even if you like, even it like, e- even if you're someone who's okay with dark humor. It's which I am. I'm definitely a big fan of dark humor, and so is yeah. Bo Burnham. It's not. It's not. It's almost like no humor can be found in it, which is just a weird phenomenon mm-hmm. that's happening. Um. So yeah, definitely a really good uh comedy. Fills you with uh existential dread. Ten, 10 out of ten. Out of 10. <laughs> um. All that being said, I'm gonna pour myself some of this uh melon liquor. And uh, let's let's get into the actual show. Sounds good. Sounds uh, good. I'll pull up the itinerary now. Yeah, you got the first topic going. Always, also, everyone should know this melon liquor is like bright oh, green dang. and very very sweet. I don't know how much of it I'm gonna actually drink. I tried mixing it with mango Pepsi, that just made it sweeter. Oh, of yeah. course, because I'm an idiot, and I thought that <laughs> wouldn't happen, that the sweetness would cancel out each know. other, but they, they didn't. It just made everything infinitely more sweet. Anyway, uh, I'll if you pay me ten bucks, I'll put brownie batter bitters in it. Well, um, <laughs> just check the Patreon. It has been a month, so technically. <laughs> just be- so, okay. ha, you played yourself. <laughs> I played my... no wait no not the audience pays me 10 oh, bucks you uh, pay me 10 bucks right. well <laughs> shoot. Uh, okay well I'm broke as hell cause I've been on vacation so I guess I don't get to hear that tonight damn oh shit oh, well. alright that's fair <laughs> no, bro- no brownie batter bitters in the melon, oh, melon don't stuff. get me wrong I'm just waiting for the most opportune time where it is the most disgusting mix so I make you mix it. You'll just get a text and it'll be like, okay. Dominic, Venmo, do you $10? And you'll be like, shit, I'm drinking wine. <laughs> no, okay, the brownie batter bitters wouldn't be as bad in wine as they would be in, in melon liquor. I don't think you understand how green and sweet this is and how brown and bitter the brownie batter bitters are. There's some restaurants where they've got that chocolate fountain. I've covered, like, cantaloupe and stuff in chocolate, and it's not bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking... Trick... Yes, okay, so... Fuck. Blah. Blah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to find something to mix this with to drink the rest of it in in future (laughs) settings, because, um... Let's see how to how to how to quantify this. Imagine, okay, you had you had some rock candy, mm-hmm. all right, like green rock candy, 
and you somehow you melted it down and somehow made it cool in a liquid form. Mm. That's what this tastes like. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like 80% sugar. Interesting. 80% sugar and 20% alcohol is what I'm guessing. It's like if you were to (laughs) dip a freaking piece of melon into sugar water, let it dry, then dip it in like melon flavored syrup and added alcohol. Pretty much. (laughs) Also, this was, this was, this was 24 bucks. That's not bad. The freaking, the, the, yeah, but okay. So was, so was the banana pudding stuff that I had last week. Banana cream, uh, stuff. That was, that was, that was, that was better than Hmm. this. In fact, I we might we might take a break as soon as I finish this glass, and I might just pour myself a glass. There you of go. That. Yeah, <laughs> I have to I have to go into the fridge to get it though. Gotcha. So um, anyway, on to your first yes, point. Yeah. So uh, why people who are subs play MMOs? Oh, well, that's that's what the incorrect, itinerary says. Correct, but yeah, we'll dive in like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, short story shorter, when I was, like, freaking, I'd say probably eight years old, I played World of Warcraft for a couple months. I don't even remember what expansion it was at that point. That was, like, in back in, shoot, mm-hmm. 2005. So, it's been a hot minute. I played, all I remember mm-hmm. is I played a Dark Elf and he had some cool magic spells, yada yada. So I'm a bit dated on my knowledge of WoW. Um, gotcha. But the first point I was going to make was, like, I played WoW. It's a subscription-based MMO. You buy the game, or you play it for the free trial of whatever till you reach a certain level. And then it's subscription-based, which is X amount of dollars per month. Uh, I think it's up to, like, I don't even know, like 20 bucks a month or something ridiculous. It's expensive mm-hmm. as hell. That's why my parents quit playing it. That used to be their go-to game. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. Well, we got, funnily enough, we actually got it from your family, Micah. We got our first copy of Guild Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, and that began my addiction of MMOs, MMORPGs. Uh, Guild Wars is uh-huh. very similar because, I mean, it's an MMORPG, but different classes, all that jazz. Most annoying thing about the game mm-hmm. for me personally is you can't jump. Whereas, like, on WoW, you mm-hmm. can. They just didn't include that, which, whatever, it's not a massive thing. But... Yeah, I mean, yeah, most MMOs platforming isn't a super big. Yeah, but I mean, if you're running and there's a small cliff, like typically you'll just hop down this small cliff. It's like a three foot drop. It's it's realistic Mm -hmm. to jump that far. Guild Wars, Mm -hmm. you'll run up to that ledge and you'll be like, no, this is not a surface you can walk on. So you got to stop, turn around, and Mm -hmm. find another path. Gotcha. Which can be annoying, okay. but I mean, as you play the game, you just acclimate to it, and it's not an annoyance anymore. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. unlike World of Warcraft, where it's a monthly subscription based, uh, Guild Wars currently the base game is twenty dollars, but if you buy all the expansions, it's uh forty dollars. 
which I feel like is a fantastic gotcha. deal because the world is huge as is. Like, I've put several thousand mm -hmm. hour into game over the years. And mm -hmm. I still have not done all the quests. I've not explored everything. Granted, gotcha. I did have to start off new because I bought my own profile instead of using my parents' old one because they didn't have access to it anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's a blast. You create your character. You got your classes. Uh, my main class is an elementalist, so he deals with like fire, lightning, air, ice, water, all that jazz. And mm -hmm. the secondary profession, because you you can choose like a side profession, so you can have more abilities. And I chose mm -hmm. um, ranger because rangers can charm certain animals, so you can have a pet. And mm -hmm. elementalists don't have the greatest armor, so they're more like a glass cannon. So I use my pet as like cannon fodder when I can't have other teammates. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 super fun. I I just recently mm -hmm. got access to my account again after my computer died, so I've been having a bit of fun with that. Gotcha. But okay, my gotcha. argument, I guess, with uh, subscription-based MMOs versus pay once, play as long as you can until servers are shut down, mm -hmm. is subscription-based is nice if that is the only video game you plan on playing for the money. Mm -hmm. I do not feel bad when I take a break from Guild Wars for three to four months to go play Destiny mm -hmm. or Call of Duty or Escape from Tarkov. I don't feel bad at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I had to pay yep. 20 $30 a month to play a video game, I would almost feel obligated and forced to play that game. Mm -hmm. Now, it's got its pros in the sense of that is constant money going into the company so they can constantly develop new content like World of Warcraft does. I mean, they're on their umpteenth DLC now. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously working yeah. great for them because they still have a huge player base. Mm -hmm. What about what about uh, <laughs> what about games that decide that hey this game is sixty bucks to purchase and then it's fifteen bucks a month to to keep playing? What about that shotgun? What do you think of that? Um, I mean, in the <laughs> sense of okay, I understand the cost of front. Of developing the base game, like I mean, for uh -huh. example, first of all, do you know what do you know what game I'm referencing that actually tried uh, to do this? I I because it's not a common it's not a common uh payment. Oh no, strategy. not at all. <laughs> I I mean, I think of every single console game that is like, hey, you'll buy the game, but then you have to pay us to play online. I think that's bullshit. Okay, but, but that's that's that that's that's diff that's different. That's paying for the online yeah. service for that covers all games. I'm talking specific about specific game now. One game, not off the top of my head. That was super one game that was super hyped for like a year, <laughs> and I almost hmm. got into it despite not liking MMOs. And then they were like, 
Oh yeah, it's it's we're gonna release it. I don't know if they released it at sixty bucks. It was like maybe forty bucks yeah. or something like that. Um, it's like yeah, you gotta pay us forty bucks, and then you gotta pay you know ten to fifteen bucks a month to to continue to play online. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, this was this was the original payment model for the Elder Scrolls Online. Oh yeah, I remember that because there was a huge uproar <laughs> and nobody played it because of it. Yeah, yeah. No one. Everyone. They Bethesda said that, and nobody bought the game. They're like, See, uh, no. My guess, my guess was <laughs> either going to be ESO or uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about they Fallout seventy six, but Elder Scrolls Online. Yes, Elder Scrolls Online definitely did that. They did it, and then like they tried to do it for like three months, and they're like, you know what? Screw it. You don't have to pay us monthly. Yeah. <laughs> Just buy the game, See, please. Uh... <laughs> Fallout 76 still kind of does that. Yeah, so... Really? Of course, of course, because Bethesda is... They're a money whore company, (laughs) yeah. So, basically, the way they do it is you can play the entire game without paying a subscription. You just buy the game, you're good. Uh Uh-huh. But Mm. if you pay for a subscription, you get a bigger, uh, bigger storage unit. You get early access to new content you get a couple other things like a cool weapon skin and yada 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 uh, private servers Mm -hmm. unlimited blah 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 i've played call of 76 it it's not worth a subscription if you're having that much trouble okay like freaking inventory management learn to play tetris Gotcha. So that's more of a that's more of a um, additional yes. service that you're paying for. You're not paying for online access. Correct. There. Gotcha. Okay, that's not no, quite as no. bad in my you're, opinion. You're not paying. You're not having required payment to just have access to the game in itself. All right. All right. So it sounds like it sounds like Bethesda learned yeah. their lesson. Yeah. <laughs> the first time they're like, ah, oh, yep, we're not doing that again. But hey, we can still have a subscription just not the subscription exactly (laughs) um yeah okay that's that's interesting uh did you have anything more you wanted to include on that Um, point the the other point i was gonna make on that was like guild wars is not subscription based you buy the game and then you play it Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. thing is there they quit development and server support for guild wars so Ah. thankfully the original creators are like hey we know this game has such a huge following because it's so good we will continue to support the server ourselves which is great now the servers are not as good as they were back in 2000 whatever because it is privately owned but you can still play it yeah um, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like a lot of a lot of MMOs are actually getting that treatment. Like you have the um, I forget they affix something to the net. It's like the rewritten yeah. or something games where it's like they take they take those classic games like Wizards yeah. One Hundred and One and like Toontown and stuff oh, God, like that. Is Toontown back up? Uh, I think I yeah, Toontown has a rewritten oh, version of the game. Uh, I had an ex that was into it. I was talking with her actually today, and she she said, she we actually had a conversation. This yeah. is a bit of a tangent, and she's like, she started watching Star Wars, and she's like, so 
do you want do you like enjoy Star Wars ironically? And I was like, you know what? Any regrets I might have had about not dating you anymore completely gone. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you 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 said that and you so you know what? Yep, yep. That You're was like, that okay, was never cool. cool. <laughs> oh my god. That's golden. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. It, no, she was she was into Toontown, and uh, she actually she actually got me to play it a little bit. Dude, Toontown uh, was fucking bomb. That I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, uh, and this might go into why I don't have a huge affinity for MMOs. Is all the all the big MMOs were like like Toontown was a subscription based mm-hmm. MMO, um, and all the big ones that were advertised were the subscription. I mean, that was the model in the early two thousands. You re- didn't really have this one one uh pay once and you got the game kind of feature as much as you did these subscription models um and my parents were like no we're not paying for you to play a game they didn't really even like online gaming all that much they're like we're not paying for you to play online with strangers (laughs) um uh so that you know might explain a little bit of my lack of affinity for them i mean that's not at all why i dislike them but that's a good reason as to why i i didn't get invested yeah. in them no when yeah I was younger no but that being said i'll get into one of the reasons i do dislike them um so i, I wrote this down on my list of points as a as a lack of narrative mm-hmm. potential although that's not necessarily fair i don't think i what i what i would what i would actually call it is um there's a lack of verisimilitude yeah. in the narrative, which, um, for those of you who don't know what verisimilitude is, it's uh, it's it's basically the lifelikeness of the game, how much the game feels real when you're playing it, um, basically kind of how much you forget you're playing a g- what you're playing and interacting with is a game, and how much it feels like a real thing yeah. that's happening. Um, there's more eloquent explanations of it. I hope that suffices for now, but pretty much my experience in MMOs is, um, there's, it, it feels like I can't ever view it as anything aside from a game. Like, uh, very rarely in an MMO do your actions actually have an effect on the the plot of the like narrative? it's very linear um, or no like um like okay so like for seasonal games and games with oh, dlc okay. um it's like the thing in the next season is going to happen regardless of what you do mm-hmm. in this season pretty much the only thing that changes is if what equipment you come into the new season with but aside from that, the narrative doesn't change if, and it's really off-putting in some games where it tries to treat every single player like they're a main yeah. character and they have s- some big important effect on the plot. But then, like you know, literally everyone around you is running around doing the exact same thing as you, and it's like this isn't important. I, I, this is this is just just feels like a yeah. a task it's like uh, you are the hero and then there's 37 yeah. other heroes standing in the town y- y- yeah 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't feel... I don't feel as important as the game is trying to make me feel. Um, There's a... Oh, you know, there's actually a term for this. Uh, Ludonarrative dissonance, uh, which is basically uh, where the narrative of the game and the actual functionality of the mechanics of the game don't say the same thing um like you know in this instance the narrative is telling me that i'm the chosen one but the actual mechanics of the game are showing me that there's like 50 other people that are doing the exact same thing as i am at any given time um so that's kind of one of the areas i feel like it breaks down um now you can avoid that by not treating the player character as special mm-hmm. in any way um which i honestly think is a is a better yeah. alternative um treat it as more of because like it, it, you guys are the resistance you guys need to solve this problem y- yeah exactly um but that you know limits the narrative potential it limits the kind of stories you can tell yeah um and a lot of times it feels like so in single player games um well this isn't apply to no, all single like player horizon games. zero dawn for but example it, aloy yeah. is the main hero mm-hmm. yeah you have the potential to create in narrative driven yeah. games okay um you have you have the potential to tell this immersive story that's completely based on character uh decisions and choices and stuff like that uh and even if there's not act- much actual choice being made it still feels like everything has weight because that's what the mechanics of the game suggest um in most MMOs, that's that's not the case. It doesn't. It feels like pretty much everything you're doing is just a, a fetch quest of some kind, or you know, a go bounty yeah. hunting quest of some kind. Those are pretty much the two kinds of objectives you can have yeah. in most MMOs. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of that's kind of my beef with the, the narrative and the uh, verisimilitude. Okay. That uh, you got you got. Got any response that you wanna wanna interject there or anything like that? I mean, it is a response, but it's not necessarily a disagreement because, like, one of my notes is Bungie, um, how they're trying to make Destiny, the Destiny franchise, I'll say, a FPS mm-hmm. MMO, and I've mm-hmm. now that you've said that, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh. That that's a very valid point because in Destiny One you're dead mm-hmm. and the ghost uh from the Traveler, which is the main like savior of humanity, uh mm-hmm. a ghost reses you. And he's like, You have mm-hmm. been chosen to be the hero of the last city. Let's go guardian. Mm-hmm. And you're playing through and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm I'm making such a difference, but then it's like, hey, um, 
there's this raid that you have to complete to kill this big boss, um, but it requires six mm-hmm. of you. And it completely takes you out of the story. It's like, wait, that's not what I've been told by yeah. the narrative so well, you go through the entire <laughs> uh, storyline in all the cutscenes no matter if you're playing with two of your friends it only shows you and the narrative yeah only talks about you if i'm playing with friends it yeah, should ex- reference that yeah exactly and i think destiny is actually a really good yeah. case study because because it's made by yeah. bungie and for those of you who don't know, Bungie is the um, the original studio that developed the first five Halo games. Um, one, one, two, three, ODST, ODST and I Reach, so, yeah. right? Yeah, Reach was their last. Yeah. Um, and so the gameplay, uh, there's a lot of overlap in like the style of gameplay. Uh, between the Halo games and the yeah. Destiny games. The difference uh, is the Halo games are definitive single-player games, and the story that's written around them is a it's story of the main character, uh, John, basically, and every single one, it's him doing everything, pretty much. The entire narrative moving forward is dependent on you being successful. If you don't successfully complete a level, you don't move on to the next level. Uh, and the the narrative doesn't progress forward. The narrative only progresses forward once you ex- succeed in the mechanical game. Um, and that's what the story is telling you, that if you fail, this whole mission yeah. fails. Um, in Destiny, it's still telling you if you fail, this whole mission fails. And, uh, you know, th- it's trying to tell a very similar story where it's like, yes, this entire success of this uh, operation is dependent on you, the player. Yeah. But then there's, you know, then you then you team up with some people that are a higher level than you and they carry you through. Oh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly the case in a lot of the raids. Like... Mm-hmm. I can't tell you mm-hmm. how many times where I've been a a higher level or b just more uh mm-hmm. educated in like the strategies. And let's not mm-hmm. get it wrong, Destiny is a very fun game to play with friends, but on the point of yeah, narrative like like you said, I'm definitely mm-hmm. seeing some flaws that I didn't necessarily think yeah, of so. right off the bat. And and this isn't this isn't to clarify. This isn't like intrinsically a bad game thing. There are there are games that aren't narrative driven. Yeah. But it seems like most like a like Mario Bros. Think about Mario Bros. That's not a narratively driven game at all. But uh most uh MMOs seem to be designed with the kind of story that it's like the the kind of story that mmos try to tell demands your attention it demands that you focus on it you know they that's what's supposed to draw you in in all the marketing at least when it's first coming out 
that's what they're marketing <laughs> um is uh you know this this story that's happening in uh destiny it's like the story revolving around the traveler in um in uh freaking uh what's it called what was the dungeons and dragons one that came out not Baldur's gate uh I have no idea winter 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 Win something winter, winter yeah haven? i was going to say winter haven sounds very familiar yeah it's winter haven winter haven there was this whole thing about a uh, fucking army invading but you know the army would never yeah, invade no. Unless you progress to that point in the story, um, uh, but it, and so that's that's kind of one of my big issues is it feels there's this dissonance the whole time I'm playing an MMO, and I know some people are okay with that. Like if you look at most people who play MMOs, no one's ever no one's ever talking yeah. about the story. They're, they're, they're all talking about, okay, this is how you mechanically optimize your build that you're trying to make, and so we can actually progress in this as a group, or do this raid successfully, this yeah. is what you need. Um, and it's all very mechanical. Um, and so, I mean, my last, um, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait to yeah. give some points on that till the end because my last point is what what my an mmo that would draw me in would okay. actually look like but um let's let's move on to your second point for the sake right. of time um i mean my second point is pretty cut and dry i've downloaded and played guild wars 2 very briefly i've been meaning to download and play it more just because when i did play it i was trying to scratch an itch that I hadn't been able to find since Guild Wars, um, because at that mm -hmm. point in time, the Guild Wars servers were totally shut down. They hadn't been revived mm -hmm. yet. Um, yep. The issue I have is Guild Wars 2 is much more of like a cartoony MMO. Like They changed the art style drastically. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it feels like they tried to take more of a World of Warcraft uh, playstyle. And one of gotcha. the major things I felt like Guild Wars did was it, it made something of a, uh, the same genre, but it felt different. Like it, it had its own core mm -hmm. feel, its own unique feel. And mm -hmm. I don't, I, I didn't play much many other MMOs at the time aside from World of Warcraft and Guild Wars. I played Free Realms a bit. I don't know if you ever touched that. Mm -hmm. Um and I've played Neverwinter. And Neverwinter feels totally different yeah. from all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Toontown as well. But Guild Wars mm -hmm. and Guild Wars 2 feels so different where when I'm walking into Guild Wars 2, I'm I have certain expectation. Kind of like when I'm playing Destiny mm -hmm. and then I start playing Destiny 2. They've set an expectation for me on how the game feels. It's a sequel. Yep. So it's a continuation. Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be a mm -hmm. massive change aside from improvements to the playstyle. 
and i feel mm-hmm. like i i yeah, feel like sure. they changed guild wars 2 so much where i'm like they shouldn't even necessarily call this guild wars because albeit it's in the same universe it just isn't the same i'm not drawn in i yeah. don't feel like i should invest my time for the sake of guild wars whereas mm-hmm. destiny yeah. it's like yeah no. it's a continuation of the story they just made a second title so then they could go to next gen consoles they could continue to improve upon the game and do it like mm-hmm. that it yeah it could be better better than bethesda and not re-release the same game on three generations of consoles yeah skyrim <laughs> dear lord fuck just release a new game please i'm dying but yeah make no, a new game i love skyrim to death the modding community for skyrim is freaking fantastic but i don't care how many mods you add there's only so much replayability make 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 an elsewhere game make a make a game the 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 like literal literally the land of elsewhere where the khajiit cat people <laughs> are from i want to be a khajiit and have a bunch of other khajiit and i think it's, a, it's supposed to be a yeah, desert yeah. if i'm right yeah or or like or maybe it's i think it's actually kind of tropical but um yeah do that i want i want to i want to play it elsewhere that'd be fun and then make a nice twist where or, you invade yeah, or, as an imperial because you're a greedy bastard and want to own the world I mean, <laughs> yeah i've or 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 hear me out just 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 make another skyrim hey, deluxe edition I, there you do problem <laughs> solved let's do it remastered oh, for boy. 4k with new hd textures also known as we kind of made the shadows better <laughs> dude the water textures Bro. though in sky in the newest <laughs> version of sky <laughs> yeah guess what um i returned special edition and bought the original edition because i can get better mods for it that make it look better in special edition <laughs> screw you bethesda Dude, dude, freaking Bethesda. <laughs> Their game. So, so what? When did Skyrim come out? Skyrim came out in like twenty twelve or something like that, right? Yeah. Originally. Yeah, freaking the game. The game's graphics already looked like twenty ten graphics in twenty twelve. On the rec- most recent special edition, they look like you know maybe twenty fourteen yeah. graphics. <laughs> this game is not getting better yeah no <laughs> this game you did send your developers somewhere else to give them a different task instead of making one texture look better yeah hey the brick buildings this is... are now 720 instead of 480 you're welcome this is this is the, I I'm convinced there's there's a competition between EA and Bethesda to see how much they can get out of a game without actually having to do any more real yeah. work. Like freaking EA's over here, like Haha, we're selling half of our game as a DLC right on the release day, and Bethesda's like amateurs. <laughs> I'm updating three textures on the map and selling it as an entirely and new game. And people fucking buy it. <laughs> That's the issue. Stop it, dumbass. Oh, Fuck. Uh, you know, Skyrim cra- fans are crazy, though. I mean, what is it? Uh, 
I feel like uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is kind of similar though. Yeah, but uh, they're actually be a, releasing I don't know. new updates on the new game. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and and I think I don't think they've actually made like a bunch of special editions like Skyrim has. Like uh, they just kind of have one version for each console, is my understanding. But they might have a deluxe edition as well, but it's not nothing crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, that being said, are you done with your uh, Guild Wars to Guild yeah. Wars Two comparison? Yeah, yeah. Just was there a, was there was there a point in that? Was that a positive point for MMOs? It's, I couldn't. It's tell. just a point I wanted to. It. It's not necessarily negative because some people like it more than the original. It's not necessarily gotcha. positive because people like me are like it's a sequel. It should not feel like an entirely different styling gotcha so it's really just yeah, an observation exactly. yeah okay i'll i'll well, make okay. my then argument just... against yours as i see fit but i mean narrative wise i've agreed to a point i feel like uh-huh. the original guild wars okay. did really good because it's just mm-hmm. you're doing uh like helpful things for the people around guild wars it's never like gotcha. you are the hero. It's just like, oh, hey, soldier, mm-hmm. thanks for helping. Which I mm-hmm. always enjoyed because it did solve that problem of you are the hero, go save us. And it helped make it so that you could play with friends and it wouldn't ruin the narrative. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess I'll Mechanical. talk about the mechanical limitations yeah. of MMOs. I'm very in my curious opinion. what that entails, honestly. Alright. So so there are two let me start by saying there are two kinds of mechanical limitations that I see. Um and what the one is is uh genre based mechanical limitations where basically we have this idea that these are the conventions of the genre, and if you deviate too far from these mechanics, uh, your game isn't going to have as big of an audience. You're not going to be appealing to the like the main MMO audience yeah. anymore. Um, and then the second kind of mechanical limitations is actual, like, just by the nature of designing a game. We'll call them design yeah. limitations. Uh, by the nature of designing a game for large that's meant to be played with groups of people as the primary mode of play there are certain things you just kind of have to do and certain things you you can't do and and my issue is more with i mean like you know things you have to do are like have like Mm -hmm. chat and stuff that's not that bad my concern is more of the things that you can't do because of that um well, so like, um, for example, you kind of can't allow. You have to have you have to have balanced classes to start off with. Fair. Um, and you have to have synergistic classes, meaning that one particular class can't just be definitively, uh better than all the rest which doesn't sound like a bad thing 
but that yeah uh but it also means that uh you're kind of you're kind of stuck when it comes to um how you play the game like meta uh, you you need or... yeah yeah meta wise um and also um frick i'm, I'm blanking on the term uh meta wise yes but also who you play okay, with okay like class like based you're, wise you, like if you have two yeah. glass cannons versus yeah, you, a glass cannon and a tank yeah exactly you have to, you have to create a synergistic party and that ties into the meta is most games tend to have an ideal party composition um really good games have several different party compositions you can get a uh, have but most mmos in my experience it's like yeah you need this this and this definitively and then like the four, if it's a four member party max same your fourth member can have a little bit of variance okay. in what they do now on that point, um, quick question yeah does that complaint include potential ai followers or like what do you mean in guild wars for example i don't know as much about world of warcraft after all the dlcs and just the amount of time that's passed mm -hmm. but in guild wars when you mm -hmm. reach the point at which it is very difficult to survive without a healer mm -hmm. are are you talking about like i need another player healer or just oh uh like party balance in general regardless of well, player versus ai well well let, let me let me ex let me give a little bit of an example yeah. to show you what i'm getting at um i'm i'm talking about balance mostly here so i'm saying you can't have one particular player regardless of class that is able to completely solo a particular mission um you wouldn't call like that wouldn't necessarily be an enjoyable yeah. experience in my mind if that is and now i realize in some games you know it's possible for like a high level character to go back to a low level area and yeah. solo things but typically at that point the high level character really doesn't have an incentive mm -hmm. to do that unless they're trying to get someone else to their yeah. level um so so that's kind of what i'm talking about here is uh because uh you can't ever create a class or a character that's able to just solo missions on level with them um it requires you to play with other people um now some games as you got to uh a little bit before i did they have uh ai yeah. partners that you can use yeah. you can have followers and stuff like that but not all games have that feature yeah. um and even that even having that feature kind of feels like it limits my possibilities when i'm playing a level for beating the level like um there's no 
there's never any like single player option like okay i know i'm really out armed here so i can't really just there's no strategy that i can employ to do this as a single individual um which kind of which is what i mean when i get into mechanical limitations this is like uh you're limited by yeah. the mechanics in terms of what strategies yeah. you can implement now a lot of games have this issue but mmos i don't know i feel like when i'm playing an mmo and this goes back to kind of the ludo narrative mm -hmm. distance okay most of them are treating me like i'm a protagonist okay i shouldn't need to complete a level in a very specific way like um even super linear single player games usually have some variance in how you complete a level um you know whether it be by adding a stealth option or for getting around opponents without entering combat or uh you know alternate platforming routes uh in platformers things like that even if i'm going along the same path there's different strategies i can employ to solve each individual puzzle along the way whereas the mmo genre it has the same thing but you have to you have to do it yeah. as a group there's there's no, no solo way in yeah no no solo yeah. way to do it um and sometimes you have situation some games like destiny where that's mechanically yeah. enforced there are certain you can't go on a raid by yourself yeah, some um, raids, it's just but not most <laughs> but mo yeah. most raids yeah you you, you just yeah. you can't do them by yourself um and so i mean that's kind of that's kind of an issue i have because it's like you know i can't necessarily play with people all the time uh <laughs> but i still want to play the game and that's what often ends up turning me away from an mmo is i'll get into it because a friend yeah. is into it but but then like my schedule doesn't line up with their schedule for playing yeah. most of the time and so i just end up dropping it after a while because i'm like i can't progress any further unless i want to play with randos but who wants to play with randos um so that's kind of my point on that. Uh, there's also the other kind of mechanical limitations, which are the genre-enforced yeah. ones, which is kind of like... And and this is, you know... The, the stuff I've set up to this point, you can kind of dismiss of it's like, okay, yeah, that's true. You can't solo a mission in an MMO, but that's yeah. by design. That's it's, it's an MMO. It's meant to be played in a multiplayer yeah. setting fair well, enough the other the other limitation um, what go ahead the point at which uh you were talking about like you're invested in the game because of a friend but your schedules don't line up that is one mm -hmm. thing i really loved about guild wars the original because like i said i haven't invested much time mm -hmm. in the second one i, I kind of mm -hmm. touched on it earlier but 
you are able to get followers eventually. So if your schedules don't line up, yeah, some of the massively difficult missions, it will be easier if you have other players who actually have brains and can adapt to the situation. It will be easier. Mm -hmm. But I've played 99% of the time by myself. And mm -hmm. once it gets to the part, the, kudos to the creators for recognizing that. Once you get to the point where a healer and a tank and a ranged are required, they have followers that fill the slots that you cannot fill. So that so yeah. that's a nice feature. I love it. Like I I play uh, glass cannon, mm -hmm. so my constant group regardless of whether I'm playing with somebody, is a tank, a healer, and a necromancer. Because the necromancers mm -hmm. can, like, uh, raise minions from dead enemies. So it, it just mm -hmm. creates more bodies to take damage before they reach me. Because mm -hmm. I sit back and do AoE damage and all that jazz. So, yep. that's... That's what I really loved about Guild Wars, because that's not really a problem. And if you're struggling mm -hmm. with that, then you're not a high enough level, because those followers mm -hmm. level up with mm -hmm. you up until a certain point at which they're capped based on where on the map you are, because the levels of the enemies are based on where you are on the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of that brings me into... Uh, yeah. point number two, part yeah. B, um, is uh, and this is like the this is the real the re real thing I I would say is uh, so MMOs are often limited by the conventions of their genre, namely the conventions of World of Warcraft. Um, it seems like most of the time when I pick up an MMO or have in the past, when I went through that phase where I was actually looking for an MMO to play, it was all wow clones. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here like the, the basically the one thing I noticed and there was an exception that stood out. And this is why I noticed it. Most MMOs have this combat system. Yeah. Okay. Where it's either it's either a strictly turn based or a pseudo turn based combat system, uh, that's completely oriented around locking on to opponent and uh, using your abilities and waiting for your abilities yeah. to recharge, um, and you can move around. of most attacks it's like if the enemy attacks you it's going to yeah. hit you um as long as you know they don't randomly yeah. miss which is a thing that can happen a lot of them but um this this one there's one game that did not that i actually enjoyed hmm. for a while called uh yeah, Terra. yeah and i enjoyed it because at and one of the primary advertisements of it was it has it had a live yeah. combat system it's a yeah you can you can move around and you can 
the dodge mechanics are very important. It had almost like um a Souls mm. style combat system. It's much more forgiving yeah. than Souls, but it was that, you know, a lot of, you know, dodge based combat and blocking um and maneuvering around your opponent to get at an adequate angle of attack. Um so that's 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 a big part of my issue with MMOs is that the combat system is just kind of boring yeah. in most of them. <laughs> um it's there's not doesn't seem to be much strategy involved. You either one you find out the ideal strategy for your build which you can do by yeah. googling it. Um or you just grind until you can one shot whatever you're trying to kill. Um, <laughs> those seem to be the two methods of getting rid of enemies in uh, yeah most MMOs. It's like, and what what I really enjoy in my games is something that involves some level of yeah. skill. Um, as much as I like to use strategy and stuff like that, I really like creativity a lot more i like to when i use a strategy i like it to be a strategy that i came up with so i can get the satisfaction of yet saying yes i you know come up came up with a strategy that worked or it's like a skill-based thing where i have to have good reflexes and i could say oh wow i can't believe i actually pulled off that killer headshot yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Whereas it's like when I'm playing, you know, played something like uh, Winterfell, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I looked up what the best build is here and uh, what spells to use. Uh, and that's kind of the ideal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't do that, then I'm not playing ideally, which is not fun to know you're not playing ideally. So, uh yeah, I'm just going to sit here and do the same thing over again. Even when you're not grinding, it feels yeah. grindy. <laughs> um, and and that uh, Winterfell was actually one of the games I actually in- enjoyed. <laughs> so I played that for a significant yeah. period of time. And um, that, yeah, but... you make a very, very solid point there of like being locked into a certain type of combat style. Um. Mm-hmm. Guild Wars is very much of, like you said, a use the skill, wait for it to recharge type game. Mm-hmm. But they also, it, that is also like a class based. So yeah. I've got an elementalist, and he is very much of a distance fighter, and it is more of a mm-hmm. energy, a mana management, and uh-huh. a skill placement character so like i'll select somebody Mm -hmm. that i want to target i'll use my skill if i see that some of my teammates are struggling i'll swap my lock and do certain skills to help relieve the pressure whereas Mm -hmm. my assassin character is much more of a get in use certain abilities get out dodge an aoe attack get back in once those abilities have recharged rinse and repeat i have uh-huh and it's that rinse and repeat part that bugs me i'm like i don't want to do the same thing over and yeah. over again until i yeah. kill this which enemy. is 
understandable, like 100%. If I'm playing an FPS and it's just bullet sponge, I get annoyed. Whereas in an MMO like mm -hmm. Guild Wars, I don't get annoyed because I am very analytical when it comes to games like that. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I can use three of my instant recharge spells until my mana reaches mm -hmm. a certain point. And then I have to move to a different range, so I have time to charge this spell and cast it before an enemy aggro's on me. Then I can back mm -hmm. up buff myself, whether it be a healing buff if my healer's dead, or a damage buff if they're fine. And then move back in mm -hmm. and finish the enemy off. I've noticed mm -hmm. that the less strategic playstyle comes into play when I am at power or overpowered. I thrive mm -hmm. on going into areas that I am severely underpowered for. And by pure strategy of, okay, I've died because I played it this way. Let me attack this guy first and see if that works. Because... In late game, mm -hmm. uh, there's like magic disruption enemies where you'll start casting a spell and they'll disrupt it and cause half the damage that would have been dealt to them back to you. And there's obviously mm -hmm. enemy tanks, enemy healers, all that. So you learn based on what type of enemy you're fighting who to target first. That gotcha. is what I enjoy. Just analyzing mm -hmm. and being like, okay, this type of character, this type of group of enemies, how do I fight them in the most efficient way possible? Once it becomes mm -hmm. rinse and repeat, yeah, absolutely. I understand the annoyance and the boredom associated with that. Like, I'm carrying Mads through mm -hmm. a bunch of missions. I'm max level, which is level 20. Mm -hmm. She's level 9. The amount of time it takes mm -hmm. you to get from level 9 to level 20 is quite long. Like, once you reach level 10, mm -hmm. it severely increases. But... Mm -hmm. See, and I... I go ahead, go ahead. Hold up. Because I enjoy, I enjoy the strategy no, no. elements of the games. However, it feels like uh, when I'm playing games like this... Uh, and this is this is probably a result of the multiplayer nature. Yeah. Okay. I am never encountering a scenario completely out of nowhere without in it like it's a rare situation that I'm playing online with friends and we're we're doing a level and no one's done this level. Oh yeah, before. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so it's like so it's like Odds are either I already know the ideal strategy or I'm with someone that already knows the ideal yeah. strategy. So the creative aspect of figuring out that ideal strategy is like absent for 90% yeah. of the game. And so that's 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 what it, where I take issue is it's like yeah, it would be fun in theory to develop strategies to to figure this out and be analytical about it. However, I don't need to 90% of the time because I'm with someone that already knows how. Yeah. 
or I've been with someone that already knows how before and I they explained it to me and now I know how. Uh, and it's just like, because of the nature of most of these games, that is that once the ideal strategy is figured out, there's rarely ever a more ideal strategy figured out in the future, unless there's a significant update. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, in the sense of, like, I'm carrying Mads through, I've played a certain amount, and she's played a certain amount, and mine's obviously much greater. But there's mm-hmm. areas where I have visited where it, like, the char is one of the main protagonists, or antagonists, sorry, of the Guild Wars mm-hmm. 1 franchise. Um, mm-hmm. And... In certain areas of the map, I know how they fight, and I know how to attack them. But the point at which Mads has mm-hmm. gotten to, I either two to four shot them with my weakest spell. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying for sure. Once I get to the mm-hmm. point of I'm fighting people closer to my level or further from my level because they do have areas where it is always a higher than max character level enemies. And that's mm-hmm. end game. Um, and that's where you have to get super strategic of where do I fight? Who do I fight? How do I position? What spells do I use? What build should I use? And you can only change mm-hmm. the build, as in your spells, or weapons. Uh, weapons you can change anywhere. You can change that on the fly. But for my class, the weapon itself is very uh, very much so in the background. That is your filler attack. Mm-hmm. It deals 5% of your total damage in any encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... Yeah. So... 90% of the time, I'll run fire-based classes just because I'm very aggressive in my playstyle. Mm-hmm. Um, lightning mm-hmm. has more interrupt spells. Uh, same for wind. Ice has mm-hmm. more... Ice and lightning have more slow or um, like freezing spells, I guess, or resistant spells yeah. whether that be armor or whatever I, f- I feel like i feel like we're falling into a tutorial of guild wars uh we should unless so unless like there's a no, point yeah. to explaining all these different things i feel like we should curb that no yeah yeah, yeah no i get what you're saying um long long yeah. story longer than i understand <laughs> like the whole one person has played so far and therefore some of the specialty and some of the uniqueness is taken away. Once you get into the point at which the game is more difficult for you, strategy and threat management and all that jazz becomes much more a priority. The point point I was trying to make is Mads has a much more difficult time because she does not understand how people fight. I recognize yeah. who I need to fight first, so if I run in before she does, even if I 
order my followers to stay with her. Mm -hmm. With my spells I have, I can easily destroy 10 to 15 people per level. Yeah, well, see, that's that's my thing, though. That's kind of what I'm getting at, is, like, I shouldn't have to play a game for, like, 20 hours before I get to the fun part. I... Like, in my mind, that's just well, bad game that's design. that's the thing. Regardless of what no, kind yeah. of game well, it is. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're starting fresh, every time I play with somebody who's starting fresh, I will start fresh. So mm -hmm. then you don't have a max level character carrying you through. And I will yeah. let them lead. That's more of a me thing, because I respect uh -huh. the first time experience. Yeah, and that might be, like, that might be a me thing as well, is, like, if I know that you know the solution to this puzzle, and you're just wanting me yeah. to figure it out, like, that just, that pisses me off, because I'm like, okay, we don't, we're not playing optimally here, like, there's a way to optimize this uh encounter, which is to have you input the solution, which you already yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll assist uh, if you're having issues, but I won't be like, mm -hmm. hey, you need to attack this person, then this person, then this person. I, I mean, but see, that's still, like, freaking, like, that's still suboptimal mm. play. And that, and that's, and that's, that's probably what it comes down to for me, is the, the biggest joy I get out of non-narrative yeah. games is finding out the is the figuring out of the oh, optimal yeah. play. Like if I know I'm playing suboptimally, I want to figure out exactly. how to play better. I'm similar. And in an MMO, if I'm playing with multiple people, I apply that to my entire yes. group. So I'm like all right, how can we as a unit function better? Oh, you have experience doing this, then you should solve this because yeah. you can do it really quickly. Like, it's not going to be fun for me to struggle solving it if I know someone else already has the solution in yeah. my party. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't speak for all players. This is just me. Mm -hmm. I will make you... Or, sorry, rather let you make those calls of, let's say you're playing a warrior. You mm -hmm. are the tank of the group. Mm -hmm. You're fighting mm -hmm. a dude and you're like, hey, I cannot kill this dude. The healer is giving me shit, but if I swap my target to the healer, the tank of their team will kill me. Mm -hmm. So therefore you tell me, hey, instead of taking out the wizard, take out their healer. I'll let you figure mm -hmm. that out. And I, I find a lot of satisfaction yeah. in the person I'm playing with figuring that out without me telling them. Yeah, no, but that's yeah. the thing. The, the, the issue is I already know the solution. Or you already know the solution, and I know you already know the solution. Yeah. So the solution for me in that scenario is to ask yeah. you to solve the problem. Well, <laughs> the, the like, case um, I'm trying to make, I guess, uh, I totally agree with you in every point you've made. Yeah. My point is yeah. that I'm trying to make is I absolutely agree because I faced the same issue, but my problems were solved by the AI followers. 
because they uh-huh. would attack certain characters or whatever, and I could focus on whatever I needed to. Mm-hmm. My thing is, once we reach to the point where both of us are fully engaged, we both mm-hmm. have to figure that out. Now, mm-hmm. I have to lead you through a bunch of stupid side missions. Like, I know where to go. But if you've played if you've yeah, played video I mean, games before, you know how to follow a cursor on the minimap. My thing is yeah. I'm I've mostly I mean, just played with somebody who has never played video games before and is learning how to read a map. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I get that. And I get how that can be fun for some people. My thing is I just I feel like most of the time there's either two there's there's one of two things that's going to happen. Uh, when I when I personally load into an an MMO, uh, and that's either one as you said, like, you, either I'm just gonna, you know, follow you through farming XP, uh, as you as the person who has done this before, uh, pretty much solve every problem until we're up at the same level, or I'm going to just spend time looking up the strategies for doing stuff and because there's no skill curve i'm just i just do the things and it's an ideally boring experience (laughs) um and and that's and that's that's my primary issue is just the boredom of it is is like is real in most of them. It wasn't like I said. There's exceptions like Terra. Yeah. I don't get that because there's a skill based yeah. element to it. It's not purely, uh, click you this, know, press this, wait for this to recharge. Click this, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's kind of that's kind of my point there. We should probably we should probably oh, yeah. move on to the next point now because it, it seems like we're probably just going to talk agree. in circles yeah. on this one. Uh, I th- I think I think it's a difference of in this one it's primarily what kinds of activities we find enjoyable in in games. No, yeah. Um and this is just something I'm not going to find enjoyable no, yeah. in how most MMOs uh, are. Understandable. Like I, uh, I mean I've told a million people this. It's n- it may not be the game for you. I just find it enjoyable. Watch me play mm-hmm. the game. And then you can decide. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, we're not just talking no, about no, 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 no. here. We're, we're talking MMOs. about MMOs as yeah. a genre. And most MMOs really mm-hmm. suck at this, in my experience. I agree. Um, I agree. I yeah. just, I have a love for Guild Wars playstyle and nostalgia-wise. So I'm a bit biased. I won't mm-hmm. lie. But yes. what is yes. your dream MMO? My yeah. dream MMO. Okay. So 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 the the MMO that would actually draw me into playing MMOs. So mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of backstory on this. Since I was <laughs> a wee lad, I've had I've had this dream and I remember like the first time this popped into my head. I was at, I was sitting in the back seat of our family car, and we were at a gas station. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I need to tell my mom about this because this is such a cool idea for a video game." 
my mom doesn't care about video games, but, you know, I thought they were cool. <laughs> and so I ran on this huge ramble about it. But basically what I wanted was an open world Star Wars uh, RPG, multiplayer RPG yeah. um, that would span the entire galaxy of Star Wars. Uh, and it would uh, allow you to interact with, you know, everyone else yeah. who was playing the game. Now, I realize, you know, this made sense to me as a little kid. Now I realize, you know, there's some limitations of, you know, server capacity mm. and stuff like that is a thing. But um, in my mind, that was just how it worked. It's like, yeah, you'd be able to, like, interact with your friends and stuff like that. And anytime they were playing the game. And you could choose from a bunch of different paths in the game. You could be a Jedi, you could be a smuggler, you could be a Sith Lord, you could be whatever you wanted, uh, and you completely forged your own adventure, and it functioned kind of like an offline RPG, where there was, yeah. like, like Skyrim, actually. Like, there's a bunch of different quests just littered throughout the galaxy, and with the scope that I, my seven-year-old brain <laughs> wanted this game to be, it's a, this is this would be a game that would take, like... 20 years to just program all the quests in okay but um yeah you could you know fly through space do space battles visit different places all that's all that yeah. cool jazz all right um and the first time that i thought this this could be a possibility saw something that was close to achieving this okay was the original advertisements for yes. No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No Man's Sky, as it was originally advertised, was the closest thing that I had ever seen in video games to actually achieving this dream. It wasn't Star Wars, but that was fine. It was a, you know, galaxy-wide MMO that uh, you could... You could do pretty much whatever you wanted in it wasn't there was no restricted story path or anything like that you could you just create a character and do what you wanted yeah there's some rumor about getting to the center of the galaxy and there's maybe something cool there but no one really knows for sure it's just kind of to have a maybe goal that yeah. you might want to set uh, I mean, then then everyone, I feel like, who plays games knows the story of what happened there. No Man's Sky came out. It was complete shit. But uh, then the developers just kept their heads down for a year and released a big patch and made it better. But also, it's still not quite what they had originally promised. But it's a good game now, from what I'm told. I haven't played it. Um, By the time they made it better, it yeah. was old hype. Um, well, I've been thinking about buying it, Loki, because it is much better. Now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've thought about it a few times. Maybe next time it yeah, goes on yeah, sale. Yeah, exactly. I'll look into it. I agree. Um, but but the thing that appeals to me about that is it's like, uh, the f what I find appealing about that kind of MMO. One number one, it's not contingent upon you having uh 
you wanting to play yeah. online with people. You know, sometimes yeah. I just want to play by myself. Even if I other people are online, mm-hmm. I don't want to play with them. I just want to, you know, do a solo mission. Um, And that gives you the option to do that. You can just go and mess around by yourself. Um, From a narrative perspective, yeah, there was a narrative. Yeah. Sort of. But it, but it wasn't really the narrative wasn't central to the yeah. game at all. Like Ed, your character really did actually participate in it. I mean, like theoretically, maybe you could be the first person to the center of the galaxy, and that'd be cool. And that might, you know, potentially have an effect on the narrative. But uh, you know, that and that was a way that you could actually foreseeably interact with the narrative in a meaningful yeah. way. But um, even as an individual, but it also allows you it's and it's free form enough that you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, You could pick up what you can do, whatever job you can live out your own story, essentially. Um, And this is kind of, to be honest, this is what got me into like tabletop role playing games. Because the limitations on narrative that you have in video games, not just MMOs, but video games in general, aren't there in uh, in in tabletop role playing. You can do literally whatever you want. Um, but in terms of MMOs, that's kind of my ideal. Is I want something that simulates the freedom of real life combined with the capabilities that uh virtual life gives yeah. you which is a really hard ask because uh programming that m- developing that kind of game sounds like a nightmare yeah. <laughs> like like there's no way you don't overpromise that game and then it, people get one even if you could people would still mm-hmm. overhype it <laughs> um <laughs> Like, they'd expect more than you were giving. Um, and some people would always be dissatisfied. But, you know, it's it's a no, dream. Yeah, I, feel <laughs> that, I feel that there's definitely improvements. I mean, Guild Wars is by far my favorite MMO, given my rants about it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely mm-hmm. improvements I could see being made. Um, but given it's not being supported anymore with updates, it's kind of a lost dream. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just enjoy it for yeah. what it is and enjoy it for the nostalgia mm-hmm. purposes as well. I just want to experience the full game mm-hmm. because I haven't yet. I haven't done everything there is to be done. I haven't played all the classes there is to be played. So. Mhm. Yeah. And I think I think we've actually touched on something hmm. interesting here. Um in this yeah. whole conversation of like uh, freaking, you know, we I thought we did, and then it just <laughs> escaped my mind. <laughs> I haven't even had that much to drink. This honestly, I drank a cup of this uh, melon liquor before we started. Before oh, you jumped on okay. even for the pre-show, and uh, it's just that's too fair. sweet, man. No, that's I fair. Do it. Yeah, I'm probably six. Or seven out of ten, right now. Just because I uh-huh. like whiskey and I like this tequila, it's super smooth. 
Got good flavor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. in conclusion, uh, I retain my position that um, MMOs are absolutely horrible pieces of trash, and uh, if you like them, you're probably a trash and human being. Fuck you, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, oh, but fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait. No. Wait. Hold oh. up. That's gay. Don't worry. We're not making eye contact. This is a podcast. I'm making eye contact uh, with you. Well, I'm not making eye contact with you. So where the hell are you? I'm confused now. <laughs> I'm looking through. I'm looking at you through your webcam uh, shotgun. You, it's turned around behind my monitor, so you're looking at my feet. Of course it is, because you're fucking paranoid. Hi, government. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I got I got you beat by one step. I don't even have a oh, webcam plugged saying? in. <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking A. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, in conclusion, three points at why you don't like MMOs and I'll make three concise points of why I do like MMOs but also why I agree with yeah. you. Okay. Three points. Go for it. All right. Three points. Three points why I don't like them. Yes. Oh, concisely. Got you. All right. Uh, th- three points. Uh, first point, as I said, there's, there's narrative disadvantages. I like myself yep. some story um, and... You're really limited in the kinds of stories you can convincingly tell with the mechanics of yep. an MMO. And my, my um, response to that is it is severely dependent on which MMO you play. Because I've played yeah. some that are uh, fucking fantastic at that. Okay, uh-huh. number two. Um, point number two. Uh, what was my second point on here? Mechanical restrictions. Um... The mechanics of most MMOs, albeit not all of them, are typically very what I would describe as uh, simply overcomplicated. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, there's usually a lot of there's a lot of things you need to keep track of, but like the mistakes that you're gonna make aren't strategy based mistakes most of the time they're going to be in failing to keep track of something that you're supposed to keep track of um which i find immensely immensely boring because theoretically every failure could have just been prevented by keeping track of stuff better and every success is just a success of keeping track of things i might as well be at fair, work at that point fair, <laughs> someone pay me 15 bucks an hour to play vin <laughs> mowing you right now let's go i'm that lonely <laughs> i want to play with somebody <laughs> oh boy yeah. all right yeah. oh my god i said it without even realizing it fuck gosh damn it <laughs> That was that was more that was more of a half of one. That's why I didn't uh let's see two point five. Do you have a do you have a response to that? No, not really, because that's a fair point. 
Okay. Uh, point number three, point number the third. All right, so I didn't actually have an initial point the third because I just talked about my ideal yeah. MMO. Um, so let's see. If I were to spontaneously come up with a third point is... um. There's there's a very most MMOs have a very high high barrier to like entry. time investment or like I touched on subscription based or um it's it's a little bit Fair. of both if nothing else like just learning about all the different yeah. mechanics of any given MMO can can take a long time. If you actually decide to go through the get in-game mm -hmm. tutorial, that usually takes at least an hour and a half to act. If you're paying yeah. attention to it, you get in, you know, maybe 30 minutes if you're just fast tapping through yeah. all the text and not paying that's attention fair. to it. So, so yeah, so that's, that's probably... I mean, you know, like not, and this isn't a problem that's intrinsic no, yeah, to MMOs, just, yeah. But it just seems to be prevalent. And my rebuttal against that is I can't speak for WoW because of so many fucking expansions since I've last played. Oh yeah, WoW is probably oh, super guilty God, of this yeah. right now. I have no doubt. Uh, that's, I mean, I have the money to put into that, and I'd probably enjoy it. But yeah. Skill entry and just learning curve mm -hmm. is ridiculous. Guild Wars, mm -hmm. when I first learned it, and I was, like I said, back in 2005, so I was seven. Honestly, it did not mm -hmm. take me too long. Like, the tutorial is built into the level up missions. And even as somebody who's played mm -hmm. through those... I, I still enjoy him because it's like, okay, yeah, it's just in the background teaching me this. So if I don't know how to do this, I'm learning. But if I do, it's just like, okay, yeah, I know what to do in this mm -hmm. mission. It's not like locked in like a Call of Duty of press this button to aim, press this button to mm -hmm. crouch, that sort of bullshit. It's just like, hey, mm -hmm. here's your class. Let me teach you a new skill. Okay, now you can use an AOE skill. It it yep. teaches you more as you learn the skills. Because Guild Wars mm. is massively based on skills, and it teaches you that based on how much you've unlocked. And just mm -hmm. reading. Guild Wars is like, hey, you need to read. So I'll give you the skill, but there won't be a tutorial for it. Just read it. Be like, oh, so it debuffs somebody for five seconds and won't let them recharge a skill at full speed. So it'll let you mm -hmm. recharge your skill at full speed and then blah, blah, blah. Like I said. Gotcha. Do you want to do a full episode no, talking about Guild Wars? Because it seems like you want to do a full episode no, talking about Guild Wars. because it'll be like our Tarkov episode where I'm just ranting about different <laughs> builds and it'll be really boring for the audience. That's why I've... Release, release the shotgun <laughs> cut of the Tarkov episode. <laughs> it was like a four-hour recording of yeah, what you heard. Two hours. <laughs> edit, not gonna lie. 
Hashtag shotgun yeah, no cut. <laughs> Long story short, I feel like Guild Wars nailed a lot of the points you said were a problem. Um, gotcha. The The worst thing about it is it's no longer supported, so it's no longer receiving updates, and the servers are trash sometimes. Rip I Guild know. Wars. Well, kinda. Also, I don't yeah. really care. Because you're <laughs> biased against them. I mean, I'm sad... <laughs> I'm sad for you that you don't get to enjoy your 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 not so trashy yeah. trash anymore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like my garbage fresh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything that you want to add to uh the end of this episode? Uh uh I I want to apologize to everyone for uh, not doing the I thing mean... we said we would do last week and re- and recording uh battlefield footage uh so uh yeah, that's a thing that didn't we've happen been busy i was on vacation um, and i didn't think about it last recording so yeah so you, uh, we're not going to make any promises <laughs> anymore we're, i want i want to do that eventually hence, still hence though why i said um, i promise i will try but no guarantees <laughs> yeah but yep. yeah i'll, I'll yep. we'll, we'll get it sometime YouTube is much more of an editing mm-hmm. fiend than podcast. But. Yep. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Video editing. Oof. But uh, other than that, my only response, oh. fuck you, Micah. Some MMOs are really good. You should just. Yeah. Fuck off. I understand. You know what? But fuck you. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> fuck you too. And uh, fuck you, Sebastian. Yeah, you stupid cat. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. I that's figured. the one I was talking to. Not, 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 no, cat, no, not cactus boy. Uh, he's just an alcoholic, great, but, but uh, it's fine. This cat's a little. Uh, is uh, yes. he an alcoholic? Yes. Was that a no. recent development? No, dude, he drank an entire fifth of Jack the first like three episodes we did. I don't know if that's alcoholism. I think that's just no, bad he taste. Does, he does that throughout the week too. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That's not good. How can you that's, do that? With Jack? That's why he had a talk with me. He's like, "Hey, I think we this uh, podcast is unhealthy." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We're drinking too much." I'm like, "Um, sir, you are drinking too much." <laughs> sir, sir, this was yeah, your exactly. idea. <laughs> you you were the one that wanted to make it a drunk <laughs> He's podcast. He's gonna hate us once he hears the end of this episode. But oh well. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fucking season two we'll give we'll give sebastian a break we won't even call it the wasted youth because special we'll call it the sober youths podcast <laughs> oh my god we we won't drink anything at all oh my god. <laughs> well, according time. to some of our listeners Speak. they can't even tell when we're intoxicated which is worrying but okay which is which is a little bit worrying Am I intoxicated right now? Who knows? Actually, you all know because I said I haven't drank too much. True. <laughs> because this freaking tastes like candy. I'm gonna. I swear. I'm gonna. It has a recipe for a Ooh, cocktail. You should on try it. it. Um, um. Um. Yeah. Uh. There's a well. There's a margarita, and then there's the Midori melon ball, which is one part uh this stuff, one part mm. vodka, and 
three three parts oh. orange juice. Hmm. Yeah, which sounds That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I don't have any. I don't have any vodka that's um, not flavored, so um, can't do that right fair. now. That's fair. Although I might mix this with some Baja Blast. There you we'll go. See. The Walmart here in the town I live in sells Baja Blast. Uh, at Walmart. Yeah. What? Like four different flavors. So All right. I would highly recommend checking. All right. The Walmart's around you. Wait. Wait. Wait, they sell Baja Blast yeah, in specifically? Packs, in cans. Fuck, dude, they don't do that up here. I'm driving down there this weekend. Uh, it's happening. Well, I guess I'm taking my uh, other <laughs> week of vacation. All right. Sick. <laughs> hey, it's full pay. I don't give a shit. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, my uh, boss will hate me, but fuck it. At this point, I just don't want to go back to work, Oof. but... I am proud of working hard, so I'm not a lazy piece of shit. I'm proud of working hard. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Well, all of that being said, obligatory randoms out of... Randoms. Random ramblings. (laughs) Obligatory random... Rambling. Mike is drunk, he lied to you. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) All that being said, have a good evening, everyone. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your week. Remember, (laughs) say your obligatory fuck you, Micah, for not liking any MMO and not giving any MMOs Dominic just a chance. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, send that to the Instagram uh, page at Wasted Youths Official. (laughs) Send, send, send Micah. (laughs) Wait, I'm Micah. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Uh, we shall talk to you guys later. Have a good night, everybody. Doses. listening to the Wasted Youths podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Voorhees. Dominic is also the lead editor of the Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes. If you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight, feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with them. All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you next week.